and today we are talking about how bubble gum is made. So hopefully you still want to eat it afterwards. Let's go. All right, class, welcome to Food Science 102. Uh, the last time we did a section on how milk chocolate was made. Now we're going to go to bubblegum. So for me, I'm not a bubblegum person at all. Never have been, probably never will be. Just my personal preference. However, bubblegum is one of the biggest and most popular, and I believe probably most profitable candies out there. So why not talk about how it's made? So let's open our notebooks and let's talk about it. Now, this particular website, gumballs.com, has broken it down into four simple steps. There's obviously a lot that goes into it, and of course, we can always go into more later. If you have any questions, let me know. But let's see how they word it and see, you know, exactly what goes through. So, number one, you got to prepare the gum base. Uh, when natural rubber is used as the gum base, it must be harvested and processed. Sapodilla trees are scored with a series of shallow X's, which allows chicle, the uh, rubbery stuff at the bottom, to flow down the tree and into a bucket. After collecting the significant amount, the chicle is strained and placed into large kettles, where it is then stirred constantly as it boils and reduces. The chicle is then poured into greased wooden molds and shipped. Both synthetic latex and natural gum bases are ground into a coarse meal and then dried. As the mixture dries, hot air is continuously blown onto it to help cook and sanitize the base. So this is how a lot of stuff does start, especially when it's coming from a something like a tree. You get it out, you have to boil it, you have to get it all down to its correct consistency, and then of course you dry it, you ship it, and of course you make sure it's clean, free of any nasties, and it is ready to go as the base. Number two, this is when you get to add that flavor. So the gum base is heated to approximately 240 degrees Fahrenheit in a large steam jacketed kettle until it melts into a thick syrupy substance. So this is where we get kind of where it more looks like the gum. The syrupy gum base is then filtered through a series of fine mesh screens and a high speed centrifuge to further filter and clarify it. Gotta make sure it doesn't have anything in there you don't want. Next, while it's still hot, the chewing gum base is placed into large mixtures while slowly revolving blades and flavor ingredients are added, including things like fine sugar, corn syrup, and of course, various flavorings. Softeners are also added at this time. Once it is smooth, the chewing gum base is passed into cool or onto cooling belts, excuse me, and blasted with cool air to reduce its temperature. So of course, once you get everything nice and hot and mixed, you got to cool it down to make sure that when it is put together, it doesn't uh, stick to anything. It doesn't just kind of melt into goo. And of course, by the time it gets to the store, it is still in a good form before when you, know, when you are ingesting or eating it. Don't ingest gum. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Number three, increasing the gum chewiness. So once it is cool, it is then gently kneaded by a special machine called an extruder for several hours, which makes it smooth and rubbery. Large sections of it are then cut and flattened by rollers until they reach the proper thickness, and then the thickness of the sheets is determined by the type of gum. Stick gum requires the 
thinnest while candy coated is going to be thicker. Now candy coated are those kind of ones that look more like candies. They're an outside. And then as you chew it, you get into the gum center. Um, and then of course, bubble gum is going to be the thickest of all because you want to be able to blow those bubbles. Fun fact, guys, I cannot blow a bubble for the life of me. What are you going to do? Um, when scored stick gum emerges from the rollers, it also, it also gets sprinkled with pure powdered sugar to prepare it for cutting. The gum is then put aside to rest and set in a chilled room for at least 48 hours. Candy coated gum is sometimes after the storage period undercoated to help the coating adhere more firmly. Lastly, they say cutting and packaging. So after it is scored into the pattern of rectangles, squares, or pellets, it is then broken from its sheets into the correct shape and wrapped in its package. Aluminum foil, rock, uh, wax, other kinds of paper, etc. It is then placed into packs and sealed. It's important to note that the packaging takes place under immaculate conditions, as does the rest of it, to ensure the gum uh, reaches the consumer with all of its quality and purity fully protected. If you want to see a video, they actually put a video on their website. Kind of interesting. Um, and yeah, it is a pretty cool thing to do. Hello, Pickle Squad. Can you please play Fortnite? Um, I don't know if I'm going to play that at all. Um, if you want to chat about that offline, uh, let me know. That's cool. Thank you for watching, though, however. Um, yeah, so that is class Food Science 102. Uh, if you guys have any more questions, let me know. We can definitely do more on this stuff. Hopefully you're still enjoying the classes. We've been doing the dates for all I know, but we're going to jump back into classes interspersed and do a little both. I feel like those are the two biggest popular uh, videos right now. So yeah, we'll be back later with kind of more of a self-care self slash habit video. The ones from yesterday actually got some good thumbs up. So thank you for that. Um, and then, yeah, we'll have some more fun. So as always, Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love the support. Thank you, everybody. If you weren't able to watch it, go to YouTube and uh, uh, Twitch. Hit that like and subscribe. We'll see you later. Remember, stay curious.